0: Welcome back to On the Corner of Well and Why, where we discuss real estate for millennials interested in exploring what it takes to get themselves a piece of the pie. My name is Allie. I'm your host, and I am just so excited to bring this content to your life for free. (laughs) So thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to share this week's episode with Shake. He was a previous tenant of mine back in the day when I managed a building for a co-working space in Brooklyn, and I've followed along on his journey ever since, and I saw he recently purchased a place in Brooklyn, so here we are. Not to mention, his energy will jumpstart the rest of your day. (laughs) I want to get started by expressing why I think real estate is so cool, or one of the many aspects, of course, but who knew real estate could always have such a story, Human beings are so complex and fascinating, and when you think about it, it's humans that take up the space in real estate. That being said, of course there's always a story behind the people who purchase property. This episode is short, sweet, and a whole lot of fun. Shake guides us through his journey of buying property in his 20s and having friends move in to offset the mortgage payments, as well as provide a place for his friends to stay with a reasonable rent. We talk using real estate to invest in a certain kind of lifestyle, how COVID enabled Shake's dream of buying a place in New York City possible, and the absolutely hilarious story behind the scenes of this decision coming to fruition. We also discuss how some careers aren't necessarily recognized or deemed qualifiable in the eyes of a mortgage lender, such as a trader, so cash or a second stream of income is imperative when purchasing a home, depending on the state and probably so many other variables. Lastly, we touch on the benefits and unanticipated surprises of homeownership, and some top takeaways after buying his second property across the country. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Let me know if you have any questions about real estate. I am open. Shoot me a message, a text, a call, an email, whatever your favorite way of communication is, and I'm happy to assist. Enjoy the episode. Shake, you were a tenant of mine back in the day when I managed a building for a co-working space in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Then I was fortunate enough to have you on Well and Why as a guest pretty early on as episode 16 when we were talking about lifestyle design and the growth mindset before pivoting this to a real estate series. Thank you so much for being such a kind and generous human. I wanted you to know that I think your success is highly deserved and I'm so grateful that you're here.
1: Oh, I thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure to be here. Glad we got another chance at this thing, you know, bring back the Brooklyn vibe. So just (laughs) glad to be here.
0: Yes, I love it. Have some fun today. Yes. So speaking of Brooklyn, I saw recently that you bought a place in Brooklyn, New York. Was this your first time buying a home or just on the East Coast?
1: So first time buying on the East Coast, um, you know, right after uh, I was in that stint in the Green Desk in Greenpoint, uh, I shortly after moved to Colorado. That's where I bought my first house. I've been living here for about two and a half years. Um, so I was able to move a couple buddies in so I can get some income on the mortgage payment. And that really allowed me to kind of set up this Brooklyn situation. And now I'm trying to navigate two houses east and kind of west coast, but it's it, it's it's tricky, but you know, it's in the beginning stages. I'm really excited about it. It's definitely a dream come true. It's something I didn't think I'd be able to achieve for a few more years. So the fact that I was able, I'm able to, you know, get it started at 30. I'm pretty pumped about
0: get what started. So do you have some big picture of getting a bunch of properties?
1: Yes, definitely. Eventually, uh, right now, you know, my goal is much more, you know, lifestyle focused and, you know, happiness focused. Something I learned very early on, I trade, trade stocks for a living. So something I learned very early on, if you're only focused about on the money then you know the money becomes really empty. You your goals aren't really, you know, that focused. It's really just a more and more and more thing. And it it just, you know, it's empty, as I said. So you know what I'm doing, what are my grandmaster plan these next five years is really just, you know, navigate living between Denver and Brooklyn. You know, have my buddies in Brooklyn live with me, have my buddies in Denver. You can, you know you can only live with the boys for so long, you know. The grandmaster plan is definitely to get a bunch more, you know, investment properties and things like that. But it'll definitely take some more time now that I invested so much into Brooklyn, but again, you know, investing into the happiness part of my life over, you know, the bottom line.
0: Yes, I love that so much. That's why I had you on the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um that's awesome. Really cool. So, you you know so many people from what you do. I feel like that you can probably just invest and have all your buddies living in all your properties everywhere.
1: That's it. That's the goal. I'm just going to have a hundred houses across the U S you know, just bachelor houses. Yeah. Yeah. These things turn into frat houses pretty quick. People in Denver, everyone acts like they're in college still.
0: That's hilarious. Sounds like fun. At least
1: it's a blast. It's a blast. I'm exhausted all the time, but it's fun.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So why did you decide as a millennial to buy an apartment in New York City and something in Denver despite not living there? So obviously, my, one of my questions was if you were airbnb it, but from the sounds of it, you just have friends there and what, you have your own room there as well?
1: Right. And I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. It's not as simple as I just want to be back and forth. It was it was very lucky with the timing thing. Uh, you know, I, I've, it's always been a dream of mine to have a New York City place or a Brooklyn place two years ago when I moved out of there. There was no chance I could afford it. The stock market went crazy in 2020 you know, that's what I do for a living. We, I made this I had a really great year that allowed me to do this simultaneously, you know, city, city, res, city residents and, and just how the housing market within cities pretty much collapsed and suburbia. And that's where the prices skyrocket and things like that. So it was the first time in 15 years where New York city housing actually plateaued and, and in some parts of Brooklyn went down. So it was all these things coming together at once, You know that really allowed me to do it, and it's a really funny story. So I I started planning this when I saw the trend happening last year. When I just saw like Denver prices were going insane, New York prices were going down. I was like, "What's going on?" Um, And I I couldn't, I couldn't do these things if I didn't have my buddies living with me and paying rent and helping out in that regard. So you know, I, I don't, I'm not charging top dollar for rent. They get a great life. They help me with the mortgage. It's an everybody wins type situation. So I'm, I'm visiting my friends in Brooklyn, and I go visit my two buddies, and. Uh, one of my buddies just gets back from a date and I, he, this guy is smitten, like he is in love. You can just tell he's over the moon. So I tell my, I, I, I noticed this right away and I tell my other buddy, Sam, I'm like, Sam, when he tells you he wants to move out and move in with this girl, call me. I'm going to buy a place. You're going to move in and it, and it all matriculated, matriculated like that. Two months later. He, the roommate tells him, he's like, "Yo, I'm gonna move in with this girl. You gotta, you know, figure out your next situation." Sam calls me up. I'm like, "All right, you know, let's get it. Let's I hit Zillow, you know." And that's really how it came about, <laughs> you know. And then when I started buying the place. Um, that's when, that's when, you know, the market's a real domino effect. That's when buyers started coming back into the market. So then all of a sudden places started getting offering offered out like crazy. I made offers on three different places. And by the time I put my offer in, they were already scooped up off the market. So the place I eventually did buy I had to buy it over FaceTime and just take this big ass risk. I didn't, I didn't see the place for like four five, six weeks until after the, you know, offer accepted and all the paperwork's getting in. I'm working with the mortgage people. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a risk taker. I don't know if, I don't know if you caught that about me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is such a fun story i'm so yeah, happy yeah, that yeah. you just shared that yeah <laughs> that's awesome wow yeah. so you're really intuitive too or you just know uh, your trends I mean, really I mean, well my
1: life, is, my life is the markets and you know seeing trends and you know trying to hop on things before they happen so it all works together
0: yeah oh my gosh that's so funny
1: yeah
0: i love that so <laughs> All right. Well, that answered a couple of my questions, but during- I, I feel
1: the- like I ran through it all right there. We're done. Talkative. We're you done here. No, just yeah. kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so during the process of purchasing this property, what was the most shell-shocking information that you learned? Maybe it wasn't so shell-shocking because you do have the place in Denver, but maybe because Denver and Brooklyn are so different, you know, was there- yeah.
1: I mean, it's definitely a very different situation, different process buying things in Denver and Brooklyn. Um, in Denver, people just kind of uh, go about their business and, and you you do the whole process with the seller. Where in New York, it's like it's mandatory to have a lawyer and things like that. People are always trying to give you the run around in New York. But uh, the most difficult process, it's more personal where it's, uh, so I trade stocks for a living. So all of my, it's like probably 80% of my income. And then I have the business side of it, trading experts, where, you know, that's a subscription business. That's like a guaranteed income every month. So the mortgage companies they don't they don't like traders. If you're a trader you got to buy pretty much everything in cash. Luckily because it's something all my income is called non-guaranteed income. Right. So because of that it it kills me for mortgages and stuff like that. So I could really only use the trading experts income to show as my proof of income which is only 20% of my income. So it was very frustrating. So I had to put so much more on the down payment side of things, you know, to to obtain the mortgage because I'm a trader and we just kind of get, you know, screw around like that. That's the game though. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is a game, isn't it?
1: Oh, it's all a game. Yeah.
0: All these like hidden pieces and mysteries that you can find a way somehow. You just got to know the people or know the ways.
1: Right. Right. And and the whole time it's about like, because I'm a trader and I have this income that they don't recognize. It's about like telling a story to the mortgage company and, you know, trying to prove all this income and stuff. So it was, it was a really difficult and long process in that regard. But you know, in the end, you know, I was able to pull through. I was able to afford the down payment. I'm very blessed in that regard. So, you know, so you that's know, wild. Just a game
0: because, so I I remember from our call back in the day that you were a trader on Wall Street first once, right? Yep, so, yep. But is that considered qualifiable income for mortgages? Well,
1: I mean, it depends the nature of your job. If you're working for a bank and you have a fat salary you know, then, you know, that's guaranteed income. I'm working for myself. I'm just slinging stocks out here, you know? So, you know, it's all, it's, I'm, you know, I'm really just relying on myself. There's no, there's no higher power paying me. So, you know, that's, that's just the nature of the beast with my, the way I work.
0: Yeah. Can you sling some stocks for me? (laughs) Uh, In time,
1: in time, you know, when life slows down, that's that's the grandmaster plan for later in life.
0: Cool. I'll keep that in mind for sure. All right. Awesome. So, do you think you can pinpoint what you found to be the most unexpected benefit of being a homeowner?
1: Um, I mean, you know, it's always so painful to just be throwing money away in rent. That's the, that's the obvious answer where it's like, that's that was killing me. I was paying such a high for such an expensive apartment in Brooklyn. And it's so funny because it's like, I could, at the time, like, you know, I couldn't get a mortgage. I didn't have the, the money for it, and what my down payment would need to be, and anything I would have gotten a mortgage on. Let's hypothetical numbers. Let's say I would have been paying two K on the mortgage with down payment, but I can pay thirty five hundred in rent in Brooklyn. You know, but I, you know, I can't get a mortgage. It's just it, the system's so flawed in that regard. So you know, not throwing away money on rent. You know, knowing it's an investment, things like that. That's that's you know, that's the major benefit. It, it's a lot. It's a lot more of a headache than I anticipated. I'll tell you that much.
0: What the process, or the or just being a homeowner in general?
1: Just the uh, just the whole, only two places. It's already like we had a I was out in New York the first time, and you know the first night we we had a couple like little small rains, and then it was just an absolute monsoon last week. First night there, we're sleeping there, basement floods. <gasps> we got to get Roto Rooter in there. We we, the, we had the plumber in there. He had to snake out the pipes. You know, poop just explodes all over the guy. And yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm sitting there like, oh. This is great. So glad I did this. It was just like rain coming pouring down the basement. We had to get guys in there at like 1 a.m. to pump out the basement. It, it was a mess. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Come no. home to Denver. It's like the washer dryer's not working. All these outlets aren't working. I got to get an electrician here. You know, so you know, it's, it's there's a lot you don't, you know, you don't you don't think about ahead of time.
0: Right. It adds up too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Versus yeah. just
0: calling your guy and being like, My outlet's out. You know, that's what I do. There's just one outlet that we're I guess like in the summer, a bunch of us in this building have our AC units along that
1: wall. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: you know, it's always going out. That side's always, you know, the lights to my kitchen are always out. And I'm like,
1: um, hello, can you please? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now unfortunately I'm the guy on the other end of that line. Like, oh, can you fix this shit? I was like, ah shit, not yeah. again. You know? <laughs> At least it's your
0: friends. That's so lucky that you were able to figure all of that out.
1: Oh, I mean, I'm really blessed that the situation came together the way it did. Like, it's it's such a enjoyable situation. We're all so happy. It's just, you know, we're all living with buddies. It's different from living with people when you're like 21, 22, 23. No one really has their stuff together. No one really has any money. So now it's like very comfortable. We're all very happy with each other, you know. So I couldn't I couldn't ask for anything more out of the situation.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so my mom is a realtor and she coined this concept called the Deb Sprung 80-20 rule where she insists that out of 10 must-haves, you can realistically get eight. Was there anything about the home that you purchased that it didn't have or that you were willing to let go of? or did you just want something with X amount of bedrooms and bathrooms for your friends there was, in Brooklyn? There
1: was one thing I needed and you know what that thing was. It was a backyard for my girl nugget. That was the only thing. That was the only qualifier. So I was just, you know, it's sort by Zillow backyards and that was really it. And then I found the, I found this amazing place that has like, the second floor is like 14 foot ceilings with skylights. It's always bright. So it's like, that's, mm. that's really attractive to me. Just the natural light coming in the place. It's always very angelic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see
0: you just being one of the most ideal clients that we get to work with ever.
1: Yeah. 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 say, like, like cut the check. And I say, when? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let me manifest some of you over here. That'd, yeah. be, really, that'd be really great. Um, awesome. Well, is there anything specific that you'd like to share with us regarding making one of these massive financial decisions in our lives?
1: Um, I mean, you definitely got to think about the long term. So, something we didn't talk about about this aspect was I talked about the basement. The basement is uh, its own standalone apartment. It's not an apartment yet. I have to put a bathroom and a kitchen in so I can rent it out or Airbnb it out. That's going to be an investment of itself. But because I have that option, you know, that's what made it make sense to go so heavy on the down payment so that the more monthly mortgage payments are light. So once I get that going, I'm going to have to invest probably like 40 k to get those things, uh, the kitchen and the bathroom into a concrete basement. But, you know, then once I'm able to rent that out, then my monthly income from that property becomes high. And then it's not like a stressor. I have to be there, and enjoy it. It's just like making its own money on its own. So, you know, definitely think for the long term. And another big reason I did this was because, again, talking about the timing thing, I wanted to get as much debt as I could right now while interest rates are so low because we're we're at a historic levels of low interest rates. Um, You know, I'm at like 3.1% in Denver. I'm at 3.5% in Brooklyn, which are... For a second property, three point five percent. That's that's you know immaculate. So just being being able to have those things, it it was the timing thing that made it such a no brainer for me because you know the long game. Again, we're talking about that, so I can set these places up for the long term.
0: Definitely, yeah. Actually, something what you something that you just said sparked that question that I forgot that I wanted to bring to the table. Did you forget that... it again? Yeah, <laughs> I
1: don't. I don't even remember what I just said. So shoot, <laughs> about
0: debt and the timing. I don't interest rates. Interest rates, no, None. damn it. I always come up with questions randomly throughout my day and I'm like, oh, I got to get that into my list, you know? And then it's like, you forget yeah.
1: Maybe a pen and a pad next time.
0: I know. Well, we have our phones, <laughs> we have our phones like attached to our yeah, hips at all, all times well, and it tough, is a pen and a pen. Those
1: excuses. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn. Well, I feel like there's so much more to get out of you right now. And we, it's been such a quick, awesome conversation. So speaking of the long-term goal, I mean, where else do you want to go? What else do you want to do? Obviously, you just spoke of Airbnb. and
1: You know, I, right now, it's so tough to say. And this is what I always say when people ask me, you know, five-year plans and whatnot. I feel like life changes so much every single year. It's so tough to have a five-year plan in this day and age. You know, think about what well, we just went through with COVID and the lockdown and how much everyone's changed through that. So I don't know where I'll be in five years. I know that. I'll have these two places to go back and forth with and have a shitload of fun at. That's what I know for now. And then, you know, me and my partner for Trading Experts, we were talking about investment properties. We started setting a goal of maybe a year, getting a couple of rental units in Jersey, things like that. As far as location goes, I have no idea. I got no idea. Who knows? Wherever the wind blows me.
0: Love it. <laughs> rental Jer- in Jersey, like Jersey City or?
1: No, well, he lives He lives in uh, North Jersey. He lives in um, uh, 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 Saddlebrook. Mm-hmm. Saddle River, Saddlebrook. Sure. So just around that area is a great place to have have, you know, Investment, investment houses and apartment and things like that. You don't want it in the city. That's a headache. Trust me. Trust me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you ever
0: want to come out this way, you let me know, and I'll live there. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah, gather yeah. some friends, and we'll live there.
1: There you go. There you go. Perfect.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. I wish I had more questions for you, but you just like blew me away with you gave me way more than I even had ready for yeah, you.
1: I, I tend to do that. <laughs> no, I
0: love that. I love that so much. I just had so much fun hanging out no, and talking it was a to blast. you again. That was a
1: blast. Yeah. Um,
0: And thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to follow along, continue doing so because you're such an inspiration to, honestly, I'm just so inspired by everything that you do and, and, and how you hold yourself and, you know, I don't know. It's you're really awesome. So thank you so much. I
1: I appreciate that. I really do. And I have so much fun coming on these podcasts. We have great rapport and make sure, you know, early August you're out in the, uh, the Brooklyn housewarming party, you know?
0: Oh, I will be there.
1: Okay. All right. All right. (laughs) Sounds great. Okay. Thank you. Of course. Of course.
0: Well, that is a wrap folks. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in, listening to Shake's story. Shake. Thank you so much for joining me and just yourself because (laughs) I'm a fan, obviously. (laughs) So I just wanted to point out that I do referrals, rentals, purchases, sales, anything, anything that you need. I'm your go-to gal for any and all of your real estate needs. I'm here by the Jersey Shore in Monmouth and Ocean County, New Jersey, but I can help you find a reputable agent anywhere in the U.S. or the world, but anywhere, honestly. And so if you are looking to buy or sell or anyone you know is looking to buy or sell and you don't necessarily have that connection just yet, then let me know and I can help you find somebody who will help you. I was able to help an Instagram friend in San Diego. I connected her with this awesome agent. They had a blast together. They were so happy to have met. She helped them buy an A beautiful home in San Diego that I'm very excited to go see whenever I get the chance to head out there. But that's just one little thing that I can do for you here. And it was just such a little moment of joy that I was able to connect these people in that way. And it's mutually beneficial because not only do you have the help with somebody you know, like, and trust, or can know, like, and trust in the future after you start working with them, but also I get a little piece of that, which is pretty cool. (laughs) If I do say so myself. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Let me know if you have any questions. You can find me on Instagram at seize your home. That's S E A S your home or spiritually nutritious. You can find shake on Instagram as well. I will link him in the show notes. Thank you for being here. I appreciate your time and attention and I hope that you are gaining something from these episodes feel free to shoot me a message if you have any ideas, suggestions, or anything else that you're curious about in real estate. I know it's one of those deep, dark holes where it's like, I don't know what I don't know. So my goal here is to shine some light on all of the things that we're not taught, that they don't teach us, that we don't really learn until our time comes. And then we feel quite chaotic because we just didn't know. So that's it. Thank you. I appreciate you. And till next time, ta-ta for now.